0: Hey, this is Antonio Valenti from Reality Suite, and you're checking out the Bottom Line Podcast. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> What's going on? This is the Bottom Line Podcast presented by Anchor.fm, your home for sports and entertainment talk. I'm Jimmy Frizzy. If you're a Yankee fan like me, I hope you're somewhat hanging in there, although, uh, <laughs> my God, I mean, I know we're all still feeling very, very upset and disappointed after last night's debacle of a wild card game, but <laughs> I hope you're hanging in there if you're a Yankee fan, but in general, I hope you are doing well out there. As always, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to take a listen. Truly, truly appreciate it. Hit us up on all social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at BottomlineWMCX, and do not forget to use the hashtag BottomLine. And also, before we get started, make sure you hit subscribe on YouTube if you're watching, and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're listening, subscribe on all audio platforms. Include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. So first things first, before we actually get started into the the sports talk, I want to get a couple of. Uh, pleasantries out of the way one non-sports related and one sports related first things first non-sports related i want to send a huge congratulations to our amazing friends in concrete castles who just wrapped up their first tour ever how exciting is that the fifa tour with against the current and concrete castles is over i had the opportunity of going to see them at New York City at the Mercury Lounge. It was an amazing show. Let let me tell you something right now. If you ever have the opportunity to go see Concrete Castles, a.k.a. First 211, and Against the Current Live, if they ever tour again, and I hope they do, I really highly recommend that you go do so. They are probably two of the best bands I have ever ever heard live they put on an amazing show both bands did i'm so proud of everybody involved including everybody behind the scenes who made it all possible i know it was during unprecedented times i know there were a limited amount of tickets for each show but you know what it still was able to happen thankfully so congratulations to against the current and congratulations to our great friends in concrete castles for an amazing amazing tour Please come back to the area again sometime soon. Much love to every single one of you. Now, on a sports-related note, and I cannot believe I'm saying this, but as a Yankee fan, congratulations to the Boston Red Sox. Congratulations. There, I said it. Clearly, the Boston Red Sox wanted this more. And I mean, look, I really hate to do it, but I got to give them their props, man. I really, really do. For a team whom we all thought was not going to be good, That they are just shutting everybody up right now. They are proving a lot of people wrong. They made it to the ALDS when they were predicted to not even win the division, let alone get a wild card spot. Okay? So – They're proving a lot of people wrong. And regardless of what they do against the Tampa Bay Rays and the ALDS, yeah, it would be disappointing if they got swept if you're a Red Sox fan. But I think regardless of what they do, I think the Red Sox have had a pretty successful season given the circumstances they were in and that everybody, almost everybody was doubting this team. So to the Red Sox and their fans, again, coming from a Yankee fan like myself, Again, I hate to say it, but congratulations. You deserve it. Best of luck against Tampa. But <laughs> I also hate Tampa Bay, so I really I really wish there was a way that both teams would lose. But, oh, well, unfortunately, it doesn't go that way. But again, congratulations to the Boston Red Sox. Best of luck to you as you move forward into the Major League Baseball playoffs. All right, so now... Time to bash the Yankees once again for the last time this season because their season is over. Their roller coaster of a season is finally <laughs> over. Six to two, they lost in the wildcard game against the Boston Red Sox. And it, it's just, I mean, well, what, what more can you possibly say? What more can you say? I mean, this game was a microcosm of the Yankees' entire season. Inconsistency everywhere, period. Plain and simple. They cannot hit in big situations. I mean, defensively, they were okay. They didn't make any big crucial errors or anything like that. So defensively, you can't say anything too, too bad. But, you know, there were a couple of blunders one in particular, which I'm still salty about, which we'll get into in a little bit. But if you want to look at a positive or a couple of positives, Anthony Rizzo, at least he did something. He hit a solo shot to make it a 3-1 game when it was 3-0 around the pesky pole. So thank you to Anthony Rizzo for that. But here's the thing I want to address here real quick. Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that both Judge and Stanton were to play over 100 games, stay healthy, and hit near 30 to 40 home runs this year while batting near 300 for um, Judge, and I I think Stanton finished the year batting 275, I would have said you were crazy. Oh, and by the way, almost driving in 100 runs, batted in. So, if you would have told me all that, I would have said you were nuts. Because it, it, it really was, it really was tough to predict because both guys just couldn't stay healthy. That was the one big question mark about both of those guys. And sure enough, they both stayed healthy and did exactly just that. And they carried this team the entire season. So, I got to give... Huge props to Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. However, I will say this though about Giancarlo Stanton in particular. Because we all know what Aaron Judge is. I I really, really hope that they re-sign Aaron Judge. I know I know Neil was talking about their wasting his prime years, and for the most part, I, I do agree with that. I do because he deserves better and that is if any changes are made this offseason, and who knows what those changes might be. But in hindsight, I really don't see a situation where the Yankees would let go of Aaron Judge. I really, really don't. Yeah, I mean, he, look, he's not getting any younger. He's going to be 30 next year, if you can, hard, if you can believe it. He's going to be 30 in the 2022 season, all right? So he's starting to get up there. So if you're the Yankees, you better do something quick to help this guy. And I I want him to say, and he said so himself in the post-game press conference, I want to be a Yankee for life. I want to wear the pinstripes for the rest of my career. And all of us Yankee fans are desperately hoping that's the case because I cannot see a situation in which this guy is let go. I, I just can't. It's nowhere near possible. But anyway, back to Giancarlo Stanton. I don't ever, ever want to hear any Giancarlo Stanton slander ever again. At least he came to play last night. He had three hits. He went three for four, including a home run that was too little too late, unfortunately, but even still he had a home run. He had two hits. And if it wasn't for that damn green monster, Giancarlo Stanton would have had three home runs. All right. It just was not enough. So, Giancarlo Stanton spent the final few months of the season shutting every single one of his doubters up. He proved something to me this season. He proved that he can hit in timely situations. He can stay healthy. He can be consistent. And when he plays the outfield, a lot of people forget he was a pretty damn good outfielder. And you know what? He proved that he still can be. If he plays there more, but no, but because the Yankees are so, look, I understand that you don't want to get a player hurt. I totally understand that. I do. Nobody wants to see their star player get hurt. Nobody wants to get hurt. I get that. But have you seen what he's done in the outfield since you played him there? He's been, I, I would argue that he's a much better hitter when he's in the outfield than he is at DH. So why don't you experiment with that next year a lot more, okay? Because obviously you can't let him go. He's still in that ludicrous contract. So why don't you experiment with him in the outfield a lot more and make somebody else a DH? Maybe Luke Voigt if he stays. But I don't, I don't know if Luke Voigt's staying. I don't know if Luke Voigt is going to stay. If I'm him, I'm requesting a trade. If I'm him, I'm requesting a trade. Because how they've treated him is absolutely disgraceful. That's a whole other rant for another day. But John Carlos Stanton, look, I gotta give it to you, man. You you really have you really have shown something to me this year. So congratulations on a tremendous season for you and to Aaron Judge as well. Congratulations on well, I don't I don't know if he'll be a finalist for MVP, but he had an MVP caliber-like season, in my opinion. So Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton, all the all props to you. Congratulations on tremendous seasons. Oh, and by the way. Um, To those that were saying that Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton weren't clutch, do you want to apologize? Do you? Because throughout the season, despite its roller coaster, Judge and Stanton have proved that they're pretty clutch. They have. And Aaron Judge had the biggest hit of all when he literally had a walk-off hit to send the Yankees to the wild-card game. Okay? So, look, they proved to you that they can do it. They can. And I really hope they continue to do it for years to come to shut everybody up. So, that's the positive for the Yankees. But now, we got to get in the crux of things here. Look, again, 6-2 was the final score. The Red Sox move on to the American League Division Series to play the Tampa Bay Rays, who won 100 games, by the way. So, man, Tampa Bay is looking awfully dangerous. And, you know, there's a reason why we've said that Tampa is a much better team than the Yankees, because despite less of a payroll, they have guys that can hate. The Yankees rely too much on the home run, okay? Plain and simple. That's why Tampa Bay is better than the Yankees, and that's why Tampa Bay... I'm going to say here right now, Tampa Bay is going to the World Series. They're going back to the World Series this year. I said it. They have the tools they need to get there. And heck, it would not shock me at all if they won the World Series this year. That's how good Tampa is. And they have been all season long. So you heard me correct here. Tampa Bay is not only going to go back to the World Series, but they have a great chance to win it this year. That's how good they are. But anyway, back to the Yankees. There were a couple of things, a couple of key factors in the wildcard game that really, really irked me. We'll get to Garrett Cole in just a second. But here's the other thing I want to mention first. When Giancarlo Stanton hit that second bomb off the green monster that we all thought was another home run. Okay? Okay. And again, if it weren't for the green monster, he would have had three home runs that night. Then the trajectory of the game could really, really change. Okay. So when John, I think it was the top of the sixth inning. Giancarlo Stanton hits that bomb. Aaron Judge, I believe is on, was he on first? Or so? I believe he was on, on uh, first base. He was on first base and it was hit so deep. Well, not deep enough, apparently that Aaron Judge was waved home by Phil Nevin. And it wasn't even a close result. He was tagged out. Phil Nevin, what in, what in the flying frick were you thinking? But really? Like as soon as you saw the ball hit the top of the wall, You know the Red Sox outfield has damn good arms. You should know better than to send Judge home in that situation. Judge is not that fast of a runner. Yeah, he can steal bases for you, but he's not that fast of a runner. The two fastest runners on your team still are a 38-year-old Brett Gardner, who we don't know what his future is yet, and Tyler Wade, who for some reason the Yankees decided to stop playing after two weeks, after 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 the guy was batting near 400 over two weeks, he was finally figuring it out, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh well, we're just gonna bench him." Really, really. But anyway, so that that was a bad mistake by Phil Nevin. Horrible mistake. He he has been here far too long to know better. He he knows better than that. So Phil Nevin, that that's on you, my dude. I'm sorry. That that's. You you gotta you gotta fix yourself on that one. And then there's Garrett Cole. What more can I say? Look, I think Garrett Cole is going to be fine. He will. But games like that are what he's paid for. You don't pay a guy. million over nine years to have him go out there and wet the bed the way he did. He didn't even last three innings. He only struck out three guys. Three. And he gave up two home runs. And Garrett Cole said so in his press conference when he said, I'm sick to my stomach. He knows he was awful. He knows it, we all know it. But for the Yankee universe out there on social media, not not, not all, but some, to call him overrated, really? You're really gonna go that far and say Garrett Cole is overrated? What are you watching? What are you watching? Garrett Cole is still going to be the Yankees ace, regardless of what you say. I know that he hasn't been his best ever since, you know, the the sticky stuff situation went about. Although um, he did have uh, quite a few really, really, really outstanding starts without the sticky stuff. Right, so he's proven that he still can be a quality pitcher without it. All right? So you want to blame the sticky stuff? Fine. You can say whatever you want. But Garrett Cole overrated? Let, 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 let's, let, let's pump the brakes a little bit here, people. Come on. Garrett Cole is going to be fine. He's going to be fine. He's still going to be our ace. And look, again, these are the type of games you pay him for. And he was awful. Absolutely, he was awful. And he deserves to be called out for it. And he knows he has to be better. But in my opinion, he's going to be fine. So let's pump the brakes on Garrett Cole. Look, we're all disappointed in him. I am too. But he's going to be fine, period. And if you want to look on the other side of pitching, for the Red Sox perspective, Nathan Avaldi who, by the way, was a former Yankee, in case you didn't know. Nathan Ivaldi absolutely mowed down the Yankees, except for Giancarlo Stanton, who had three hits. I mean, granted, his third hit was off, the, uh, was off a bullpen guy, but even still, Giancarlo Stanton could not be stopped last night. He couldn't. Again, that's how hot he's been. But Nathan Ivaldi pitched... The way that Garrett Cole should have pitched. I believe the end of the night with eight strikeouts. Eight. That is the type of pitcher that Garrett Cole should have been for the Yankees. So I gotta give credit to Nathan Nivaldi after the Yankees swept them in Boston in the regular season just last week. And Nathan Nivaldi making one of those starts completely wet the bed. And all of a sudden. He goes out there and pitches lights out. He was not getting lit up again. So huge props to uh, Nathan Ivaldi right there. But now here comes the big question. What do the Yankees do in the offseason? And I did ask for um, post-game slash reactions on uh, social media, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But to answer the question, what should the Yankees do in the offseason? If I'm being honest, I don't have a clear answer for you. I really, really don't. Because I don't know what necessary changes are going to be made. And I know that people are going to come to me and come to all New York York radio stations and all of Twitterverse and Facebookverse and Instagramverse or whatever verse you want to call it. And they're going to say, oh, fire Boone, fire Cashman, fire Phil Nevin, blah, 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 yeah, 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 whatever. Brian Cashman's not going anywhere, okay? So you can't fire him. I know he's the one that put this team together, and yes, it was bad, really bad. But Brian Cashman's not going anywhere. Phil Nevin, look, that was just, look, I know he's had a few mistakes, especially that one really bad blunder. In the wild card game, but Phil Nevin is also not going anywhere, in my opinion. The big one for me is Aaron Boone. <sighs> I mean, look, I understand why Yankee fans want him fired, but I I just cannot see a scenario where he's let go. I I, I can't. I know his contract is up, so. We'll see if they actually renew it or not. And if they don't, I will be surprised. But at the same time, I won't. Because again, I understand why they want him gone. Because they need a different voice in the dugout. But in all reality, I I just can't see it. Because he's he's just too reliant on the analytics, just like the Yankees are. If you want to be really mad at somebody... Starts at the top, baby. Hal Steinbrenner. And Neil said it best the interest of the owners is not the same as the interest of the fans. And Hal Steinbrenner clearly does not care. He clearly doesn't. Oh, and by the way, that wild card game last night was not on Aaron Boone. Their offense was lethargic. That's why they didn't win the game. Oh, and their bullpen blew it at the end. So I'm not blaming Aaron Boone for the wild card game. I'm not. That's not on him. Oh, by the way, uh, a couple of other positives. Uh, Clay Holmes and uh, Luis Severino absolutely looked dominant. And for Severino, for a guy who wasn't pitched in two years, he was absolutely mowing it down. So if we get that Luis Severino next season, oh boy, watch out. We got another ace on the staff, ladies and gentlemen. Him and Garrett Cole together, holy cow, watch out. And if Clay Holmes comes back, Oh, wait, no, he will be back because Clay Holmes, I believe, is not a free agent until 2025. So Clay Holmes is staying put. And I like that a lot because Clay Holmes has been dominant ever since he came over here from the Pirates. So props to Clay Holmes, props to Luis Severino. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked here. So look, the bottom line for me is simply this. I do not know, I do not know what the Yankees are going to do. I do not have a clear answer for what changes need to be made. And if, and this is a big, if, if they do decide to not renew Aaron Boone's contract and he goes, who is going to be the next Yankee manager? Who would be a best, who would be the best option? I'm very, very curious to hear about that. But with that being said, let us now go to the social media world and get your postseason slash post game reactions for the Yankees first of all let's go to Facebook and go to our guy Andrew Huntington the OG who's been listening to this podcast since the very beginning so thank you Andrew once again he says an absolutely embarrassing end to a roller coaster type of season nothing but ups and downs and hot cold streaks the whole way through no consistency whatsoever that pretty much sums it up my dude That pretty much sums it up. I mean, yeah, they've had a lot of bright moments, but the team was not that good at all. Do you realize that their run differential throughout the entire season was plus 42? What team wins 92 games and has that kind of run differential? Not that good of a team. I'm shocked they won 92 games because of that. So, Andrew, way to sum it up right there, my dude. Props to you. And thanks for listening, as always. And thanks, as always, for the support. Now let's go to Twitter. At MDTurps1975 said, anyone not appreciating the season Judge and Stanton had and what they both mean to this team is just not paying attention. That part I do agree with. Here's the part that I scratched my head just a little bit because, again, I don't know what changes are going to be made. He also says, Gallo, Sanchez, and yes, Gardner need to go. Boom needs to go. Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, DJ, and Torres are the offensive building blocks for next season. Well, look, man, as far as Glaber-Torres is concerned, look, Labor Torres, in all honesty, did not have a good season at all. Although, once they moved him to second base, he definitely looks a lot more comfortable there. And he has been swinging the bat better as of late. So, look, would I keep him? Personally, yes, I would, to see if you can try and figure things out. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. And as far as everybody else, look, Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, DJ, Look, I I do agree that they need to stay. Although, Rizzo, I'm not so sure about. I don't know if they're going to keep him. It would be nice, considering that they need another left-handed bat in the lineup. So, would it be nice to keep him? Absolutely. But I don't know about that. But Judge, Stanton, and DJ, absolutely, they need to keep. And as far as Gallo, Sanchez, and Gardner, look. Joey Gallo has been a massive disappointment ever since he got traded here a massive disappointment yeah he had close to 40 home runs but he batted well below the Mendoza line man how the hell are you batting 190 yet you have 38 home runs how does that work how I mean ugh. Gallo's been a disappointment. I, I I do agree that Gallo does need to go. I don't think Gallo survives next season. I, I don't think so. Sanchez, look. Neil and I have, uh, well, mainly Neil, has been very critical of Gary Sanchez. I've defended him, but I will admit, I have come to my senses. And I really hate to say it, but... I think Sanchez's time is up. His time is up with the Yankees. He, he does need to go. Now, who they're going to get in return for him, I have no idea. But I do agree Sanchez needs to go. Gardner, look. Neil said it the last time we talked about the Yankees that Brett Gardner needs to retire. And ever since he said that, ever since he said that, Brett Gardner's been on a tear. He had a great second half of the season. So can he, does he, does he still have something left in the tank? Yes, he does. In my opinion, but he's 38 years old. Age is catching up to him. In my personal opinion, next year, 2022 is going to be his last season because he obviously wants to win one more World Series before he retires and if he wants to do it the Yankees better be serious and make changes and help him out because Brett Gardner can't do it by his damn self. He's still got the wheels to help him to help them out. And he can still get really big hits for you. He still can. But he ain't getting any younger. He's no spring chicken. He's been with the team since 2008. He has one World Series ring. That was in 2009. It's been 12 years since the Yankees made the World Series. If Brett Gardner wants to come back next season, and me personally, I hope he does, because I'm a huge Brett Gardner fan, I think next year is going to be his last season. I really, really do. And I know I'm probably going to get criticized for saying that, but you know what? I don't care. I'll take the criticism because I'm a huge Brett Gardner fan, and I really want to see him play. I know there are the young kids out there that deserve a shot. I get that. So if Brett Gardner wants to come back, he might have to accept a role as, you know, just a guy who's probably going to be either starting less or coming off the bench. If you really want to give these young kids a shot, that's the role that Brett going to have to accept. He wants to come back. All right, let's continue here on Twitter with social media reactions. At... Jill underscore Melander says, so disappointing. Just think if we won only one or two more games against Baltimore, the entire season, we would have had a home game for this terrible finale. Can't wait to see who will be fired. Number one being Boone. Eh. Then Sanchez and we need a new closer. Then we may have a chance next season. A new closer. Hmm. Very, very interesting you say that because Chapman had a pretty decent season as a closer. Yeah, he, he had that horrible stretch in the middle of the year. He, he was just downright horrible where he couldn't locate anything. But through the first month of the season and throughout a majority of the second half, he's looked like Chapman. He's looked like Chapman. So, look, in my opinion, if you can just get him straightened out the offseason, you don't need another closer. Chapman's staying put. And, look, I'm not surprised you saying Boone needs to go. Again, I understand why Yankee fans want him gone. But, again, realistically, I don't see it. I really, really don't. And I know you're not going to like hearing that, Jill, but I'm sorry. He's just too reliant on the analytics. I'm sorry. So, Boone, in my opinion, is not going anywhere. I think they're going to renew his contract. I really, really do. And I know a lot of Yankee fans aren't going to want to hear that, but I'm sorry. That's just the reality because he, I, I, don't, I don't see it. Now, if they don't renew his contract, then we'll have a discussion. But I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And I already made my piece on Gary Sanchez. I, I, I think it's time to move on from him too. I really, really do. And in regards to Baltimore, forget just winning only one or two more games against them. Think about what a difference it would have made if they had just dominated Baltimore. You realize the Yankees have lost close to 10 games against the Baltimore Orioles, who lost over 100 games. The Tampa Bay Rays went 18-1 and against the Orioles. The Boston Red Sox got swept by the Orioles at the beginning of the year then dominated them. If the Yankees played the way they were supposed to play against the Orioles, which is absolutely slug them, they would have won the division. Or at the very least, they would have gotten a home wild card game. Then we would be having a whole different discussion about this team. But because for some reason the Orioles want to play well against the Yankees, And the Yankees can't get get out of their own way against the Orioles. Here we are. So forget them just winning one or two more games. Imagine if they had just been dominant. Imagine if they went 17 and two against the Orioles, we'd be having a whole different discussion about them. All right. Let's continue here at salty Yanks on Twitter. Listen, Was that tough? And they're referring to uh, the wildcard game. Yes. But let's be real. They would have gotten swept by the Rays. And I think the Rays are still going to the World Series. But it would have been nice to beat Boston. That I do agree with. Because Tampa is far and away the more superior team. I don't know what they're going to do against Boston, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. Also, screw Fenway. Might be worse than the Trop. (laughs) well I got news for you salty yanks no field and I mean no field is worse than Tropicana field nothing the turf is awful the lighting is awful nobody goes there except when it's a playoff game so nothing in my opinion oh and that catwalk on the roof is annoying as hell so nothing nothing is worse than Tropicana field Fenway Park is an iconic field, it's the oldest field in baseball, it was built when the, it, it opened when the Titanic sunk, okay, so Fenway Park's iconic, Tropicana Field, not so much, it, it's horrible, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself here, at R. Greg Z C O C. sorry if I'm butchering that completely, he says, and this really made me scratch my head, I know no one has the guts to say it, but as a diehard Yankee fan, I think I speak for all of us when I say we don't want Garrett Cole here. He is a liability and is holding this elite team back. It would be the best thing to send him elsewhere in exchange for a a few prospects. Have you lost your mind? Really? Garrett Cole can't go anywhere. So what exactly are you going to give up for him? If you just, look, They can't void his contract. He's not going anywhere. Garrett Cole is their ace, period. Now, obviously, I see you're basing that emotion off of that future performance in the wildcard game. And look, again, we are all mad and disappointed in him. He is too in himself, and he should be. But to say he's a liability in holding this elite team, look. This whole entire team was never elite from the beginning of the season. Garrett Cole has been fine. The team did not give him enough run support. And a majority of the time when he pitched, he either lost, got the loss, or got a no decision. A no decision. Because they could not help him with scoring runs and giving him the support he needed to go out there and win the game period so i'm sorry r gregs whatever that that that's a that's a horrible take by you I, i'm sorry that that is that's just absolutely terrible garrett cole is not going anywhere period look that's the bottom line for the new york yankees the roller coaster season is over thankfully. I want to hear from you some more. Let us let us know what you think on all social media at BottomlineWMCX. Use hashtag Bottomline. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and all audio platforms, include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. What changes do you think need to be made? And I know I'm going to get the obvious answer, Fire, Brood, and Cashman, but what other changes do you think need to be made in order for the Yankees to succeed in 2022? I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast. See you in the next episode. Peace and take care.